What up everybody, it's Nate with Street Wave and welcome to another short series episode. Today I'm at Blip, that's 30th and Truce, you already know. Today I'm with Hijack, what's going on brother? Hey, what's good? Hey man, I appreciate your time, thanks for coming through. Absolutely. Um, I want to know your story man, I want to know a little bit about your background, where you grew up, um, maybe went to college, pursued, and then where you are right now man. Yeah, so um, basically I, I moved to Kansas when I was like 6th grade or whatever went to school, um, you know, kind of off like state line. Uh, I went to Rockers High School. Uh, that's kind of where we moved out here. But then, you know, junior year of high school, I joined a band, uh, started a band, really. Me and my buddy, Patrick McQuaid, shout out McQuaid. Uh, started a band called Captiva, indie alternative rock band. Um, and, you know, right then and there when we started it, uh, we started gaining some good traction around the Midwest even, you know, getting on blogs and everything, playing shows around the city. Um, and then, you know, after two years, we kind of dominated the Kansas City Lawrence scene. Like, we were playing shows anywhere we wanted. Um, and it was a great era. We, we uh, got the chance to travel for the first time. Our first time traveling was South by Southwest in Austin, Whoa. Texas. Yeah. So we played How that. was that experience? It was crazy, dude. I mean, it was like, it's pretty overwhelming, especially kids who like just got out of high school, um, traveling with the band, first time traveling, and like, you know, out there at South by, it, all the shows are on Sixth Street downtown, and like, in order to load your gear in, like, you have to take all, you have to park somewhere way down the street and just carry your gear all like a mile down to where your venue Jeez. is. Yeah. So, and with a bunch of people on the street, so it's like. It's pretty hectic, but like, for the most part, dude, it was it was probably my favorite experience I had, like traveling with the band. I'm sure, um, like linking and like connecting with different people, oh, different bands. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Like, and it was it was also cool because um, Midwest Music Foundation has a show out there oh, that okay. they do every year Where? for for Midwest artists um, to go out there and be able yeah. to play a show. So we did we did their show too, but then on top of that, we did like four other gigs, like in a matter of like five or six days or something like Jeez. that. But um, yeah, that was that was a good time. But so basically, that's kind of what was going down. Captiva, like we were just traveling. We played festivals, and and um, but at the same time, we're all college students, so it was kind of hard to be able to do like a full-on tour or anything like that. Um, but yeah, met a lot of people, um, got to play a lot of cool venues, um, and. Um, Especially got to meet a bunch of um, artists in Lawrence too because we were playing a lot of shows like college shows at like Bullwinkle's, a bar up in Lawrence, like yeah. um, getting to play with different artists and stuff. So my that's kind of where I, my favorite spot was the Granada. Yeah, the, Granada. The bottleneck. Yeah, bottleneck Shit is actually holes, my favorite venue yeah. in Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, they, they're um, they're backstage is is awesome. Yeah, is it? It's, yeah, it's dope and like uh, not trying to call them out or anything, but you know like. We were, you know, younger high school kids, and we got to show a bottleneck, and we'd be able to go from the backstage and drink beers and smoke, whatever, and just be rock stars. But um, what an experience right there, man! Yeah, bottleneck is the go. I love bottleneck. Uh, Granada is also first time playing Granada was a crazy experience too for me because I was like, oh, like I'm playing a theater, like right? this is crazy, yeah. you know? Because so. I mean, I, I've seen so many shows, so my music was like. Uh, I got into like the 04 scene, so it was like Under Oath, Cities Burns, all like okay. this like real like kind of like hardcore scene. It was big, it was yeah. fucking huge, but I always like imagine playing on the Granada because I've seen so many fucking bands play there that I'm like, 
I just want that experience. Yeah, dude. It's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. we played it. I probably played Granada like eight to ten times, maybe. Wow. Throughout the course of five years or so. Damn. But, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy being backstage and seeing stickers of people who you're like, man. Exactly. Like, and yeah. I mean, I saw, I was, a huge, I was a huge 21 Pilots fan at the time. I had, like, just seen them, you know, play at Granada, and then, you know, a couple of days after we're playing or whatever. So it's like, it was, it was a very cool experience. Also, Liberty Hall is a fun one. We played Liberty Hall one time, and the night before Young the Giant, had played there and so we saw like their like backstage sign and we were like oh yeah, like yeah. young the giants oh, here man. like the next night was like chain smokers and so i left the chain smokers a note in the dressing room and they put it on their snap story the next day like because hey. i was like fucking with them yeah. i was like i don't know making jokes That's on the cool letter or whatever but yeah. but yeah good experience but you know captiva um we had a great run. We're still kind of going. Like I'm still, you know, if there's if an opportunity arises, I want to record more music because um, people love Captiva. Um, but you know, it's just we're at a point now where everybody's kind of out of college, um, got full-time jobs and stuff. And the next the next thing to really progress with Captiva is going on a tour, which is like super hard to do right now. So kind of ventured off, started doing my own thing. Um, going by hijack now hijack, uh, which yeah. is kind of my solo um alias i guess you'd say but um yeah more hip-hop um edm yeah. sounds yeah. Um, that's just more what i listen to yeah. um, on a daily basis so i thought you know i'd have a lot more fun if it's just me by myself right. with the computer like right. just make stuff that i like yeah. to listen to yeah so. Well, and then, like, it's almost like uh, creating an album with a band sometimes can get a little bit stressful. Oh, or, yeah. You know, dude. one-sided or, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm oh, sure, yeah. I'm sure you know that experience. So working with yourself, I'm sure, has been a therapeutic treatment for you. Absolutely. Like, There's no one else really, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, dude. I, I mean, mean, you get to be the creator. I mean, that's that's a great thing. And, yes. and us as creatives, we love that that freedom of, like, being our own and being ourselves. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's really important, I think. And, like... People on the outside who, you know, maybe aren't artists and don't know what it's like to go and record and create, make music or whatever, like, they pro they see it as selfish, I feel like. Like, oh, why do you, why are you going and doing your own thing when you have this amazing band and you guys can work together like that? But it's like, I mean, one, like, you do need to venture off into new things. Yeah. Like, you'll get bored easily yeah. just being in one genre yeah. for so long. Well, you also want to progress. Yeah. You want to succeed. Yeah. And there's only those that have been called or those that find it in themselves to really, you know, latch on to that and to move forward with that. Mm -hmm. I think that's where people get confused on, on that whole area of that is like, I'm, I'm not trying to be selfish. I'm just trying yeah. to make, I mean, no, you are being selfish, but in a positive way. Yeah, exactly. Not in a negative There you go. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. 100%. It's like, you know, like. Yeah, I'm being selfish because it's just myself that I'm working right. with now. But right. at the same time, it it's good it's good for me to you know um, see how I would do in another genre. And then you know while while making hip hop music, I can be inspired and in, in you know doing hip hop music can help me progress with the band too. I can see you that 100. percent Yeah, it, and I was gonna can, say that. Yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah, but like um, also, it's like. Uh, what was I gonna say? It's like being a solo artist to um, man. I kind of forgot what I was gonna go off of. 
No, that's okay. But I want I want to talk about your inspirations, like for Hijack. Where did that Where did that name come in? Was it just something that you thought about just real quick, or? So I mean, Hijack. Yeah, that, I, I, it's funny. It's the first time I've ever been asked this. Yeah. Uh, I I knew you were gonna ask this question, um, but the name was like. Uh, I mean, Hijack. H I G H J A K. Like my name's Jackson, so it makes sense. And Hijack. I, I'm smoking weed every day like every day. So, like weed is a huge part of my life yeah, um, yeah. always but has been for a long time here's what I want to ask you as a creative because it's something that I've had to move past and I'm and I, I hope and I know you probably have 100% mm-hmm. I'm just feeling the vibe is like yeah were you at a point relying on pot to like help stir your creative pot which is funny because I call it pot and then just stir, stir your pot. I don't I don't know I didn't mean to be like a pun or like anything yeah. intended right there but because I, I had a conversation with a homie a couple of days ago about the same thing. It was like, I remember starting Street Wave and like the first couple of months I'd be like, I can't get creative without pot. For some reason that just was like on my mind. And then one day I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Has that been a challenge for you or have you? You know, honestly, no, it hasn't. Like I would say if anything, pot, because um, I mean, when I'm smoking, like I'm getting just chilled out. That's kind of right. what's, what's going right. on. Like I smoke right. to chill out and just yeah. vibe. Because yeah. the outside um, world can really cause chaos in our creative lives yes. for us to really trip on things that we really don't need to really be tripping on. But yeah. for me, that weed really helps me mellow out. Exactly. So I don't mean interrupts, but No, yeah, that's, that's that. exactly what I mean, what I was going to say. Like, that's, that's kind of the reason I do it. But if anything, I'd probably say that pot has actually kind of hindered my creative process more than helped my creative process. It's just, yeah. just because, you know, I am the type of smoker who's doing it to mellow out. And sometimes I'll smoke before I'm thinking about getting down in the studio and I get lazy and then just end up listening to the music yeah. I've already made rather yeah. than going down and yeah. working on more. Yeah. Um, so well, I'd imagine just your to be voice. Honest, yeah. Imagine your voice sounding like that stoner dude, like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I can hear that on like when I replay, you know, the interviews and whatnot. I'm like, uh-huh. ooh. So literally like three or four months in, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Maybe I'll smoke a little bit, but where I'm like, you know, that voice doesn't come out too much yeah. or there's an awkward silence or I can't think of the next question to move forward in because yeah. I'm so caught up in something mentally because this, this weed that I get is like, you know, it's that heavy, heavy where it'll put you down and yeah. it'll put your mind down. Yeah. So yeah, I've had to, I've had to really just be restricted on that side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to smoke yeah. before coming here yeah. because you know I want to be able to talk right, with right, you right. and like yeah, keep my head 100%. straight yeah like, no I get I'll that I'll be honest like as much as I love weed like it's not as easy to keep my head straight a lot of the time like right I'll say it does it does help my creative process in that I'll just be smoking like by myself and like randomly like for some reason when I'm when I'm high like I can hear the mel- melodies going in my head like I'll just yeah. hear a guitar melody yeah. in my head yeah. and that's what would help me yeah. to go down and put it and, and something triggers that though and that's what's crazy because i can relate to that like i'll be like with my my notebook and i'll be like trying to work on an interview or some projects down the way and i need to be writing down you know some thoughts and everything yeah and sometimes man i'll just hit that joint perfectly and i'm like yo that's <laughs> Wait a, a great idea <laughs> yeah. i need to write this down hold up i think it's a. Uh, it helps it helps progress mm-hmm. when you want it to but it can also help, like you. It can also it can distract trigger. you. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. But 
you know, I've I've learned to cope with it in, yeah. in the positive 100%. or the negative. Right, because it's just no, it's a just, part of my life. It's just something point. that's been on the dome. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, it's been interesting to talk to people about that. Um, yeah, dude. But I, I, I want to talk about some of your inspirations going into your solo project. Mm -hmm. uh, what's, some, what's some people that you've been admiring or that have helped you um, get focused? Yeah. Um, so it's funny you say that because on my first project, Dom Chronicles was actually a big um, inspiration. I mean, he kind of had this vibe at the time. It still does, but kind of this vibe of just like uh, it was more spiritual. Um, That's why uh, I call him the spiritual chief. Yeah. Yeah. He's just got a spiritual vibe. Yeah. It's kind of like um, just a universal mindset is kind of what, what inspired the first like three song EP I had. Um, um, and then the second project, I have a four song EP called For Your Information. Um, and then the next one's going to be called High Five. It's got five songs. So I kind of go with the numbers and stuff too, like numerology, spirituality. It's everything. You know, it's, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. And in like Hijack, the name I was going to go into that is like, like spiritually it kind of means like you know we're all kind of in a simulation you have to learn how to hijack the simulation mm. to yeah. to make it Love work it. in your favor and yeah. then you can you know achieve your dreams but um yeah so uh big inspiration numerology just kind of spiritual stuff but music wise um especially on the four-year information project um i've been listening to a lot of like low copy upcoming artists um you know, a lot of them are out in California. There's actually one artist who's in, from Columbia, Missouri. He's famous as hell now. Nobody really knows about him. His name's Oliver Francis. Um, he's hip hop, um, huge on YouTube. He's basically just been posting music videos and they just, you know, throughout the years, he's gained a hella, hella views. But um, yeah, just, you know, listening to, to those guys because it's more hip hop, the four year information stuff. So yeah, I was listening to a lot of hip hop. Um, a lot of underground stuff too, like the underachievers, Flatbush mm. Zombies. Yeah, love um, Flatbush. And you know, they're all about kind of the spiritual mindset, yeah. stuff yeah. like that too. Yeah. So I definitely gravitated towards yeah. their sound and their I vibe. Like, uh, Earth Gang. Earth Gang, they're huge yeah, too. Man. Yeah, they're on like, like J. Cole's yeah. uh, like label they're, and stuff. Um, observing their videos a lot most recently of like their spirituality and like. Mm -hmm. um, their mindset and everything. Same with like Beast Coast that's got like yeah. the zombies. Pro era. Yeah, like, got Hello Squad on it. Um, I like listening to them because they're like, I don't know, man. Like, more I listen to their lyrics, they're saying things that I've never really paid attention to until now, yeah. which is crazy. And I don't know, and it doesn't have to do with like, you know, what's going on in the world, but it's like mm -hmm. spiritual shit. They're like, I'm like, yo, shit, I never thought about. Yeah. Oh. Fuck. It's like those. That's what, that's what that means in this and that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, stuff that's like woke, quote unquote. Like, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what they call it these so, days. I yeah, guess. no, no. It but, woke me up. Yeah. I mean, like seriously, like it was a good time for sure, dude. But yeah, lots of inspiration from from those guys for sure. So sitting down in a studio with you, what's your kind of first test on like creating something? Where do, where do you start? in the in the music scene or like in, if you're gonna write a bar or create a bar okay what's something that you begin at well um like what's my process like yeah, yeah um yeah so i mean most of the time it's by myself it's just me um and when it's when it's just me i do like to write on paper i have this notebook um and like all the songs from like cat are on there like songs that blew up are in this notebook 
and so like it's special I, yeah it's i have special. this notebook yeah. that i'm like all right if i write it in hey, this notebook it's that, gonna blow up yeah, you know that's the saying? same thing with me man yeah, like the notebook you, i showed you exactly like that is that is also the that is like pandora's box i want to say yes, you know what i mean what like like when i open it it's glowing but no one can see it but me and i'm like uh, <laughs> yeah you dude. know what i mean exactly and, it, and it's yours you know yeah. it's nobody else's yeah. which is yeah good feeling to have but, and i write with certain pins in mind and like yeah like uh down to I the t like i try to get expensive pins to write in it because i want that ink to stay there and i don't <laughs> want it to run and i want it to be perfect on there but yeah anyway, dude. but um yeah so i got my little notebook and and um, I always start with the hooks, man. I'm a hook guy. Like, I, I suck so much more with verses, man. I need to get better with making my verses sound good and having a better flow. But, bro, if you need a hook, I got you. It's going to blow up because the hook is going to be fired. So I always write the hook first. I, I mean, before all that, like, I'll just get, like, the melody down. Always melody first. And then once I get kind of the loop, like with them with like say some keys and like some drums like hi-hats snares kicks get the loop down and then i'll start writing the hook and once i get a hook down if i think it's good enough i'll start formatting the song and then i get the verses down and then it's game over but that's kind of how how i do it with just by myself but when i'm hanging out with people like i've been producing a lot with um, this kid named harry p um harrison he's he's my homie uh shout out harrison um, but yeah, whenever I'm with him, I mean, kind of the, the process is just, hey, let's go smoke a blunt, go smoke a blunt, go downstairs. He starts cooking up, and then I'll, that's when I'm like freestyling more. When I'm with people, it's more freestyling mm. will get us inspired. Yeah. But if it's just me, then I'm more internal, kind of writing in okay. my notebook. I think that's a healthy uh, yeah. mindset. Yeah, man. Cause I mean, when you're with people, it's, it's just naturally more hype. Like, yeah. everyone's feeding off each other. Right. So it's right. just so hyped that yeah. you can't help to be like, hey, 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 and then right. start freestyling, right. you know? So, and then that's what kind of, you'll get those more hyped tracks when you're with people, and then you'll just throw it on the track right there without having to write anything down. Like, yo, throw that on, you know? So, yeah, so, yeah those are kind of the two different processes. But. What's some wisdom that you would uh, tell some people that are wanting to like start recording their own stuff starting to make beats well what's some what's some good uh some good knowledge that you would tell them um the first stuff you put out if you're just starting to write songs and like learn an instrument or anything um like learn the instruments and stuff first um but i mean as soon as you can start recording yourself um the first probably 20 things you record without a doubt are going to be absolute trash so don't feel bad when you start recording yourself yeah. and it's going to be trash it's going to be garbage yeah. like that's good to know yeah, yeah just like be okay with that right. like just know that it's what needs to happen for you to get to the next step which is just being on your software or being with your instrument learning and becoming better and becoming the best person you can be uh, as an artist but um yeah just know it's going to be trash don't feel down keep going um, and you know, find, find I'd say um, once once you got something out, if you if you release something, like don't rely on your friends to to be listening to it. Like your homies are your homies, and they love you, but sometimes they're all not gonna like your music. <laughs> like it's so important that you go out and shake hands with other people who are in the music scene, who are doing this stuff. 
if you want to get somewhere with music. I mean, just like I'm doing here with you now. Yeah. Like, this is the type of stuff you have to be doing in order to progress as an artist and, yeah. and get, get your stuff out there. Yeah. Um, um, but that, I mean, that's just kind of if you're trying to make it a career, I guess. If you're not trying to make it a career, just own your craft, have fun. But if you're trying to make it a career and, and um, make some money out of it, basically. Yeah, it's um, all or nothing. Yeah, you got to go meet people. You got to shake hands. It's, yep. about, it's about who you, you know. You got to be uncomfortable. Yep. A lot. Yeah. And see, that's it's funny you say that because, I mean, I, I wouldn't even get into the shows on how to, you know give advice to people about shows but like um i still haven't done a show yet with hijack i'm like thinking about doing one before i before i leave because i'm moving out to la you should um yeah yeah i don't know I, i'm you, just kind what, of like what's, what's holding you back just i've never i've never performed okay. solo before you yeah. know i don't yeah. know how like there there's a just a fat chance that i'm gonna get on stage and it's gonna be corny as fuck <laughs> like i just really don't want that to happen um, so yeah, fear plays a big part in it. I know I'll overcome that. Like I'll play a show eventually, but um, I got. I think I just want to get my project out, yeah. my big pro- five-song project yeah. out before before that would happen um, for me to feel comfortable to get up on a stage. But there is a show that I'm like working on right now. Let's um, do this new group called Casey Connect. We kind of just had our first meeting the other day, but. Um, Got like five or six artists, I think, performing. Like DJ Six Five is gonna be there. Boy Boy, um, I see Mike. Um, yeah, just these guys have been linking up with recently. Um, but yeah, the, they were thinking about getting me on the bill. September 27th, though, I might be gone. So it's just kind of like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to play, but I'll help you guys out. So I'm like helping promote the show and stuff. Um, but yeah, September 27th, 1819 Vine. If anybody wants to pull up. Uh, it's gonna yeah. be a crazy show if I'm gonna be there or not. I don't know, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't know about with me and shows yet. Either, That's okay. We'll I feel like for me, it's something that I don't want to push. Yeah, you know what I mean. If people are pushing you, it's like, well, really check yourself in that situation because I feel like a lot of artists get drugged in like that, mm-hmm. and maybe it works out for them, but maybe it doesn't. What happened if it doesn't? You know what I mean? And like. Yeah. Now you just rushed me to do this, and now I'm not really mentally, physically, or you know, ready for this. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think that day will come for you, bro. I think that yeah. day will come for you for I sure. I think it's gonna happen that. soon. I feel that. Yeah, 100. percent And if it's in LA, if it's in LA, bro, then kill it. Yeah. Take it to another level. If it's here, do the same damn shit, man. Yeah, Fuck, I think bro. like you know like you just never know. Here yeah. in KC too, like I'm I'm a lot more nervous like in terms of like trying to find artists like that I can hop on a bill with that would like make sense because like my my hip-hop stuff even is a lot more like pop vocals like it's more like I don't want to say corny because it's not corny no but like but like um yeah it's just a lot more pop and then I kind of venture more towards into the electronic like my latest song mystical is way more EDM than anything very pop EDM so it's like I, I'm trying to find artists who like would be okay with me like doing that type of music on a bill with them too, even though it wouldn't fit because like a lot of the hip hop artists here are a lot more kind of like street like hey when my boys like smoke yeah. that, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like I don't know it's kind of confusing but I think L A it might be easier for me to find those types of artists who are kind of hip hop EDM yeah it might make more yeah. sense but who knows yeah. yeah I'll try and figure it out I think it'll all work out for you man. Mm-hmm. 
So we've been asking our guests this season a, a very important question. So let's say 100 years have passed and a capsule is found. Yeah. They dig it up and it's resembling hijack. What's some things, what would you like to be, what's an impression you would like to leave behind? Or what's some objects that they would find in that capsule that represent you, man? Bro, that's funny. That's a crazy question. Um, definitely a joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. A perfectly rolled joint. joint. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the papers. <laughs> I'm only smoking blunts with my friends, but uh, definitely a joint, like, for sure. That's just one thing that's constantly been a part of my life uh, yeah. for so many years. Um, pictures of family and friends, too. Um, I've been living with my parents for a while. I'm always hanging out with my girlfriend. Um, so yeah, family, friends, girlfriend, pictures of them, definitely be in there. Um, the guitar, for sure. I'd say like the guitar, the instrument that is the guitar has brought me to where I am today. I mean, like that's what I wrote all my first songs on yep. and stuff. So definitely yep. a guitar, yep. probably acoustic guitar too. Yeah, um, yeah. For that it matter. gotta be. But I've um, got a, I've got a Fender acoustic right now actually man. yeah fender acoustics are yeah. nice oh i mean they're not bad bro i was in the era where it was like taylor martin yeah, like i got all a taylor the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, which is rad you yeah. got like the, what series do you have uh, i'm not sure yeah like a three to six i don't know but bro, i have a funny say taylor about about martin i had a martin too this did you dude, oh, shit. you're gonna want to hear this story if you but, have time but the shit is like for me guitar and i can't agree even more as has opened so many doors for me yeah, and it's something that I take really seriously. I've, I've in the last couple of years given up on a little bit because mm-hmm. I really want to focus on what I'm doing with Street Wave. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Like I'll pick up the guitar from time to time, but it's something that will always be a part of me, and it's an emotional thing for me. You know, yeah. like the guitar has, you know, been around crazy ass times, and it's been around to help really great time. You know, really crazy ass times be a great time. Yeah, so dude. It's a personal thing for me. Yeah, and I mean, um, like like we were talking earlier, guitar is that. It's, it's more, I feel like, an internal instrument. It's just you and the guitar most of the time, you know, nobody else around. 100%. But then again, you can also carry that guitar around yeah. other places rather than yeah. keys. Like, you can't roll a piano everywhere you're going. Right. Right. But like, yeah, dude, I feel you on that. Guitars are fire. But, so um, your, your next project is dropping when? Um, it is, so it's gonna be high five, five songs. Um, uh, it's gonna be dropping probably October. That's that's when I'm thinking it, it'll drop sometime in October. I don't have a date quite yet, um, but I do have a single that's going to be a second single that's gonna be on that project as well. Um, that's gonna drop before then, hopefully in like three weeks. So three weeks time, I'll have that out. I literally started working on the artwork. Um, last night, getting that going, and once once I have the artwork done, that's when I can get that set date yeah. and you yeah. know put it online and everything. But um, yeah, so that's kind of the move right now. And then um, late September, moving out to LA, so I'll be able to promote it out there and everything too. I was gonna ask you like, what was next on like for the next maybe fall for you? But it's LA for sure. Yeah, which is exciting. That's really really cool. Yeah, man, I was out there all last summer, so I I kind of got a chance to feel out what area I probably want to live in and then also I met so many people like Dude. surprisingly I had enough connections to be, have a couch to sleep on every night because I was like broke as fuck like I had just like left my job and only had like 500 bucks and somehow lasted like three months Dude. with just like 500 bucks in my bank account just sleeping on people's couches but I mean 
sleeping on people's couches like they have a bunch of friends out there so they'd be like hey we're going out to hang out at this party or whatever and so i'd go to that party happens to be you know five different artists there that i get to meet you know they're like yeah we should link up i got to do a music video out there two music videos only one of them released but um yeah i just met so many people i already have a decent network out there so i'm super excited to Man, stoked to get out yeah, there and start and working. We're excited for you, man. Yeah. You know, um, we, we hope best wishes and best of luck out there. I know, I hope a lot of doors open up for you, bro. It yeah. sounds like you've got the, the finesse, the drive, and the purpose for you and your future. So I'm yeah. excited to see that develop more. I appreciate that. Um, anything else you want to say to the listeners? Um, nothing other than, yo, get on, get on the street wave. Hey, wave I right I appreciate now. it. I like, appreciate it. Yeah, and like, then also, also how, how can we check out what's going on? Your Instagram? Um, yeah, Apple? so I'm, my Instagram is H-I-G-H-J-A-K underscore um, Hijack Music on everything else, like SoundCloud. So SoundCloud.com slash Hijack Music. Um, I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, just Hijack. Um, yeah, my latest single's Mystical. Definitely check it out. It's got a more dancey vibe, summer feel to it. Um, but yeah, that's that's my stuff. But this street wave stuff, this is what Kansas City needs. Like people sure. need to be hopping on this wave. I appreciate that. You know, and that, Dom Chronicles yeah. is also like he, like I said, he's a huge inspiration for my first project. Yeah. Um, and like I, I'm always I'm always gonna be watching you guys um, sure. and sure. seeing you guys progress. And I uh, want everybody else to watch you guys and yeah. see you progress too. Yeah, man, so. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, it's Nate with Street Wave. We're down to blip. I'm with Hijack, and we out. Peace. Peace.